One of the simplest and easiest ways to get through life is by turning all of life into a series of generalizations or stereotype images. We all have our favorites, don't we? What is your stereotype image of used car salesmen? Or lawyers? All presidents lie, except for maybe George Washington, and there's even some doubts about him. Biblical literalists are morons, people of color are lazy, people with shifty eyes are not to be trusted, all politicians are self-serving, egotistical maniacs getting rich at the public's expense. And when our generalizations are shown to be false or inadequate, fear, uncertainty, instability raise their ugly heads. This might be one of the reasons that some are offended by President Trump, who has trampled upon our stereotype images about the presidency. Generalizations or stereotype images give us a false sense of security, that we are in control, that we know what we're doing. And when those images are trampled upon, we are not happy. Jesus spent a considerable amount of his ministry challenging, confronting, and turning upside down many of the generalizations and stereotype images that dominated life for his contemporaries. He did this in a variety of ways. Outsiders were closer to God than those on the inside. Those who were sick knew they needed a physician. The powerless were more receptive to his power than those who thought they had power. Sinners who had no justification for status with God could go home more justified than those who spent hours justifying themselves. The first were going to be last. The last were going to be first. In today's gospel, Jesus challenges his contemporaries' generalizations about the Messiah and about greatness. Everything they believed about the coming Messiah was being turned upside down and inside out. They expected someone of greatness, a warrior, a debater, another Solomon, another Moses. And what Jesus is willing to give them is a victim. A crucified Messiah would be as unacceptable to the disciples as putting hot pizza in your mouth. They were afraid to ask him. What was there not to understand? In order to get them back on track, Jesus does more than tell them what it's all about. He shows them in a way that is so simple, so straightforward, they cannot miss the point. This illustration also pokes holes in their stereotype images about children. By picking up a child, Jesus is using a feminine image. He illustrates for them what greatness is about. 
Jesus fits into the category of a woman who takes little children into her arms and gives the child love and compassion, attends to his or her fundamental needs, and invests him or her with value. We are familiar with the image of the baby Jesus in the arms of Mary through the many depictions of the Madonna and child in Christian art. But here in Mark's gospel, Jesus himself takes the role of the Madonna when he lovingly cradles an infant in his arms. Greatness is equated with a runny nose and dirty hands, disheveled hair, and maybe a soiled diaper. A child who is no more than a piece of property in the first century, a child who cannot vote, pay taxes, is utterly dependent on others for survival, is the model of greatness. The Madonna, like Jesus, shows what it means to be great. It means caring for the least, the most vulnerable. And none of his disciples could nominate themselves for the position of greatness. After seeing Jesus' demonstrate greatness, by taking a child into his arms. This greatness is to be practiced by all of his followers. By making this radical love central to his vision of what it means to attain status in the community of his disciples, Jesus effectively seeks to undermine the status quo and to create a new kind of community, a community in which service of the least counts the most. And then Jesus makes a remarkable statement. Whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. Whoever receives me receives not me, but the one who sent me. Jesus not only embraces the little child, Jesus identifies with the child. The immediate identification of Jesus with the little child is related to the passion prediction the Son of Man is to be betrayed. He identifies himself as a suffering, rejected figure. And this description likens him to a little child. For the cheapening of the young in the ancient world was expressed not only by social rejection, but even more drastically by taking unwanted children out into the wilderness, letting them die. How the disciples of Jesus treat little children is the measure of their own faith in Jesus, who identified with the child. How children fare in any community tells us whether the community stands in solidarity with Jesus or not. Generalizations that overturn the hierarchy by redefining greatness and status in terms of radical love lies at the heart of what it means to be the community of Jesus. And it is a test
of the community's claim to follow Jesus. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.